Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. My name is Ines Padar, and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance, and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. So welcome to our last day of attracting high ticket clients and abundance workshop. Now, we you already know what we did the last days. What we'll cover today, winning mindset and beliefs to end sabotage and build, grow and scale a successful business without the headache, without having to have 1 million followers, without having to run ads, all those complicated things uh, that people tell you you need, you don't need them. Also, financial and profitability plan to hit your income. For those of you who don't know it, I used to, to work in finance. I have a master's degree in finance, accounting and finance. I'm a total number nerd. I love numbers. I love Excel files. Not as much as the subconscious mind, though. And stuff that really makes sense for me doesn't really make sense for, necessarily for other people. So I think it's a good idea to sit down and talk about this, too. And last but not least, unleashing your manifesting manifestation powers to attract clients or anything really to you it's all about attracting rather than going fishing no no one has time for that so winning mindset and beliefs to end sabotage and build grow and scale a successful business sabotage has such a bad reputation but this is what's really behind sabotage. Three main reasons why part of us, part of our subconscious mind, part of our energetic field or whatever you want to call it, would want to sabotage. Number one is our mind thinks that what we want is unsafe, dangerous, painful, or just too unfamiliar. So let's remember that our subconscious mind, as we talked about on day one, its job is to protect us against a perceived threat or danger or rejection or the unknown. Thus, if what we want for some reason, it's often and it's often the case, is perceived as a threat or is perceived as a danger, then our, our sabotage, our subconscious mind is going to try to reject it at all costs. It will successfully sabotage our efforts in getting that thing because it knows that it's too dangerous. Number two, we have strong beliefs such as, for example, nothing ever works for me or each time I have it, I lose it. I had quite a few uh, clients in the past program who experienced those feelings. And then sabotage happens. So our reality matched or matches our beliefs. So again, remember, we are like this walking magnet or radio station, and we can only experience and receive and attract people, things, money, opportunities, clients that are a match with what we believe to be true. And regardless of whether or not the beliefs we hold are accurate, it's just, we're just going to attract what we believe is true. So if um, part of us feels nothing ever works for me. So let's just say that as a kid, you worked really hard for tests or exams, and you're one of these people who just forgets stuff at tests. And it doesn't mean you don't know the whatever you needed to learn. It just means that your mind kind of blanks when you are under pressure. And then we develop the belief, nothing ever works for me because we work so hard, but the outcome or the success is not there. If we have that pattern or belief in our mind, 
while we can very successfully, for example, get a promotion or have our dream job or have a successful launch, but the subconscious part of us is has still has the belief nothing ever works for me this is going to come to an end and because we believe that this is exactly what we attract we don't attract it because we got unlucky we attract it because either we had to learn a lesson which we'll talk about another time or because it was a match so i've seen so many entrepreneurs um like friends of my parents who are on the entrepreneurial roller coaster so they have great success lose it all, almost become bankrupt and start from scratch. And then they are able to get great success again, lose it all. And it's a cycle that maybe sometimes lasts for five or 10 years before everything collapses and they have to, they have to start the cycle again. It has nothing to do with like the economy or other stuff and everything to do with their beliefs. And last but not least, we feel that we, um, we don't feel we deserve to have what we want or we feel guilty about something. We talked about guilt on day one and how guilt is one of the worst emotions when it's when it comes to attract anything we want. And again, if we feel we don't deserve to have something and we are about to get it, well, our subconscious mind, our energetic field is going to sabotage, it's going to come into our way of getting that thing because otherwise it would be inconsistent with our belief system and our energy. So sabotage is not this thing that we do because we are stupid or we lack willpower. So sabotage, excuse me, is very often a subconscious mechanism trying to protect us or just our energy or our subconscious mind making sure that our reality matches our beliefs. Now, oops, I went backwards. Let's talk about neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity is a fascinating topic, so we won't go too deep into it today because we don't have that much time. But for a very long time, and that was wrong, um, doctors and people thought that you can't create new neurological pathways in your brain uh, once you're an adult or an older person, older in being like 40 or 50, so not even old at all, right? Because they thought, you know, your brain, it develops when you're a kid or a teenager, and then at some point it stops and voila, not true, which is fantastic. Neuroplasticity is basically neurons creating pathways in a very uh, basic explanation. So when you learn something new, anything, right? So if you start brushing your teeth with your weak hand, so if you're left-handed and you now start brushing your teeth with your right hand, it's going to feel awkward. This is something new. If you learn a new sport, new language, new skill, if you're starting your business, it's also something new. Basically, the neurons associated with that skill gradually create a path. So of course, when you learn something new, there is nothing there. But the more we repeat that, so the more we practice the skill or whatever thing new you're learning, the stronger the path and then the faster and more efficient you become at that skill. So pretty simple. If you learn a new language and every single day you work on you know, vocabulary and talking with people and immersing yourself in the culture and the country, it's going to get easier every single day. And the reason why, if we look at this depiction, is that how you say that word here? You basically have to imagine that we have like millions or even trillions of neurons in our mind. And each time we repeat something, each time we do something again, those neurons connect with each other and create a path. Literally the exact same that if you go in a field with high grass, the first person who walks through the field is going to struggle 
and the second second person is going to struggle. But if it's like a hundred of us walking through the exact same path on a field, then the grass will kind of be flat and we successfully just created a path in the field. Your brain works the same. And in general, we subconsciously pick the strongest neural pathways because it's the easiest. That's the principle of the path of least resistance. So just imagine if you speak two languages, I speak four, well, three and a half. It's way easier for me to speak French. Well, French and English are approximately the same, but it's easier for me to speak French or English than it is to speak German and even less to speak Spanish. Meaning that when I was in Latin America, when I was in Peru learning Spanish, sometimes the words that would come in my mind automatically came in English, French, or German. Why? because that's the path of least resistance. We already know the word in that language, so our mind is going to try to find the fastest and most efficient way to go get that word, even if it's in the wrong language. That also means that if we have a belief, a limiting belief or a belief in general, that we have practice for a long time, for example, money doesn't grow on trees or no one would pay for my program, the more we practice it, the more natural it will be for us to think it which is a vicious circle because the more we think something, the more it strengthens and the more it strengthens, the more natural it feels and the harder it is to think differently. So that's why it's so much more natural for some of us to think things like clients can't afford me, then replace it with a positive thought. We can try to replace it with a positive thought, but it's going to feel wrong, right? So if my entire life I've said, oh, I can't charge high ticket, high ticket rates. And now I decide to do affirmations and I say, everyone can afford me. It will feel so odd and unnatural and it's normal. And the more you repeat that and eventually it will create a new neurological pathway. Now, the great news about neuroplasticity is that when you don't use it, you lose it. That's why when you don't practice a language or any skill that you've learned in the past for a long time, you can do it again, of course, but it takes longer. It's not as fluent as it used to be. And that is for the very simple reason that you just didn't use it. And in your brain, literally, when you don't use a neurological pathways, a pathway, excuse me, day by day, month by month, it, it just kind of fades away and disappears, just like grass in a field would kind of grow back to normal if no one walked on it again. This also means that you have the power within you to change any thought, belief, uh, energy, blah, 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 that might be going on in your mind that is not helping you anymore. And this also explains why sometimes, despite our best efforts, it's so difficult to change. It's because if a thought or belief has been ingrained in your mind, since you were a baby or a very young kid, because maybe you heard your parents say something, then it's just the most natural thing. It's like trying to walk on your hands. Walking on our hands would be very difficult and unnatural because we've walked on our feet since we were two or three or one, right? So that is the only reason why it's sometimes difficult to change uh, a belief. Luckily, there are ways to bypass the process of having to repeat something 500 times or a thousand times, for example, using subconscious and energetic work, because you're basically changing the program directly where it is. Think of you, yourself, and your mind 
Um, and I don't love this analogy, but it's an easy example as a computer and a computer has programs and softwares, and then it just uses the programs and softwares without questioning them. Our mind is the same. So if our parents told us which people I mean, when we were super young, it's just a program. And as long as we don't unprogram it, or as long as we don't remove it and replace it with something else, our mind and energy is going to run on that program. When you do energetic work and subconscious work versus willpower, affirmations, or journaling, you basically go directly to the source of the programming. And it's so much easier to rewire it. Let me know if this makes sense. I know neuroplasticity, if we've never heard about it, can be a bit confusing. So please, please, please let me know in the comments if you have questions and if this makes sense. Now, the first step to letting go of sabotage is to absolutely stop thinking stuff like, for example, each time I get it, I lose it, or I can't manage money. How do you think your energetic field will want to attract clients if part of us has the thought, oh, I want abundance, but I can't manage it. It will just repel it, right? Or if we say stuff like, it works out until it doesn't, or it works out for other people, but it never works for me, or success is for other people, or it never, it never stays for long. So I can be successful and have many things, but good things come to an end, or I just can't help but spend all of the money, or money always disappears, Stuff like that and so many other thoughts can contribute to sabotaging patterns because basically our thoughts are inconsistent with what we truly want. And let's also remember at the end of the day that a belief is a thought that you've repeated many, many times. That is it. A belief is a thought that you've repeated many, many, many times, meaning you can absolutely unlearn it and replace it by something else. And sometimes it takes a lot of repetition and sometimes you can just quantum leap to a new set of beliefs. Also, it's all about shifting your beliefs and energy so your subconscious mind no longer perceives success, clients, abundance, money, etc. as a threat. And you would not realize how many people have are afraid of success. Sometimes it, it sounds like a very counterintuitive thing. People are generally afraid of failure, but so many people are actually afraid of success because they feel that when or if they are successful, they might lose some of the people they love. Maybe they won't be able to manage everything. It will become overwhelming, right? So as long as what we want is associated with some sort of negative consequence or a threat is going to be very difficult to attract to us. Now let's shift and we'll come back to mindset and manifestation a bit later, but let's for a few minutes, when I say a few minutes, it always end up being, ends up being more um, than a few minute, minutes, but let's talk about profitability plan to hit your income goals in your business. Because I know that all of the energetic work is amazing and it is life-changing, but sometimes we also need a few concrete steps or an ABC plan so we actually know what we do. Having Hitting your income goals is down to two very simple things when we think about it. Is step number one, having a compelling offer, right? In order to increase our income, and of course, I'm not talking about attracting like refunds, etc. I'm just talking about money we generate through the business. So to generate income, we need some sort of thing to sell. And to be able to successfully sell something, we need a compelling offer. And in compelling, I mean that you love the offer 
and your clients or future clients connect and love with the offer too. Step number two, an income plan that makes sense. And this is where so many people make mistakes just because no one teaches us this stuff in school. So let's talk about the compelling offer first. A compelling offer is an offer that gives your clients the result they want. Pretty simple, right? When you think about it in those terms, a compelling offer is an offer that gives your clients the results they want. That's a compelling offer. That's what I want, as opposed to a bunch of details or the modality you use or what is included. So of course, some people, me included, before I invest in anything, I like to know what is included. But at the end of the day, when I make an investment decision for myself and my business, I am not investing in 240 minutes of support a month. I am not investing in the fact that I can write emails whenever I want to have support. I am investing because I want a result. I am investing in the solution. So as long as I have the confidence that someone can help me and guide me and help me basically get to Rome and get the results I want, the details don't really matter. And when we completely focus on details, so when we tell people, oh, you know, you have an RTT session and an EFT session and email support included, one of the things they can do is they can go shopping around for price, you know, just like when we go shopping around for price. If you just base the quality of your offer based on a bunch of details, and um, I'm losing the words I wanted to use. Yeah, it will come back to me later. But the details and basically the nitty gritty of what is included, some people can be like, okay, well, I just saw someone who charges like 30 bucks an hour less, so I'll go to them. When you talk about a result, people can emotionally connect with the possibilities that exist for them. They can emotionally connect with the life that is available to them. And once they can do that, it will be so much easier for them to trust themselves and trust you to get those results and invest in themselves through you. So your offer is about the end result, what they will feel like, what they will have more of. We focus on a transformation rather than selling a single session or a package with a bunch of details. Now, how to create a compelling offer, the TPD process, transformation process details. So first we think about the transformation that someone wants. So let's take for the purpose of this example, my imposter syndrome tomato program that I used to sell. It used to be a one-on-one -on -one program. I don't, don't take clients anymore for that program. The transformation is that after our three months together, whoever decided to invest themselves and in that program would be imposter syndrome free, meaning that they can feel comfortable with visibility. They can charge what they want to charge instead of freaking out about people not affording them. They are no longer taking a bunch of certifications because they feel like a fraud. They are imposter syndrome free and they are confidently putting themselves out there and talking about their offers. That's the transformation, right? Process. So what is the process that my ideal clients used to need to go through in order to get those results? And it's what we talked about uh, yesterday. Uh, maybe you remember, remember the diagram of the imposter syndrome terminator framework. So basically it's inner work to let go of subconscious blocks and sabotage, self-confidence and self-worth. And once those three pillars of, are mastered, imposter syndrome disappeared. So that is the process that people go through 
in that imposter syndrome terminator program. And once they master those three pillars, and once we can allocate time to, to making sure that they master those three pillars, they basically get what they want. And last but not least, the details, the nitty gritty. So how many calls are included, if they have extra resources, extra support, blah, 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 blah. So basically what we need to include uh, what is the structure of the program to increase, to maximize the odds that our super dreamy ideal clients from heaven get what they want? How many calls do they need? Do they need extra resources? Do they need SOS stuff, etc.? So transformation process details is how you create a compelling offer. Let me know if you have any questions. Now let's talk about pricing an offer. I know it was a question yesterday. Pricing is very subjective. And depends on many, many variables. And there is no right or wrong. So someone who says that they absolutely have the recipe to pricing, you know, it's wrong. Not true. Especially when we provide services because services are somehow intangible. Not always, but if you're a coach or therapist, especially. So while many things are relevant about pricing, some aren't. So let's talk about what is absolutely not relevant at all for pricing. <laughs> the time you spend with your clients. So we need to move away from the time trading time for money mindset because that is a Pandora box and all of the wrong ways. When we evolve in the trading time for money mindset, we basically think in terms of hourly rates, right? Oh my God, I'm an RTT therapist. What can I like? reasonably charge maybe a hundred or two hundred dollars an hour and now I'm just going to compare myself to everyone else and see what they are doing blah 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 the problem with that approach especially if you want to scale your business to multiple six or seven figures which you might or might not want that is not really relevant is that you cannot scale a business based on based on an hourly rate you will reach a cap of there are just not enough hours in a day for you to hit your income goals if you are taking the time for money approach and we don't sell our time, we sell a result. I want to be so, so clear on that. So if I told you, you have two options. You can have this three-month program at the end of which you um, get a successful business, you know, whatever that means, or you have a one-year program, it costs the same, and the result will be the same. Would you rather have a three-month program or a one-year program if the investment is the same and the result is the same? Well, of course you want a three-month program. No one would say, oh, I, I'd rather wait one year and pay the same and get the same results because there's so much more time included. Like it makes absolutely no sense when you think about that. So we, you don't sell your time, you sell a result. So don't think in terms of hourly rates. That's just highway to comparing yourself to others and undercharging and think about the transformation and how life-changing it's going to be for the person to work with you. So if a 2,500 program can teach people how to make 10,000 in their business, that is a very good return on their investment. If, I, if, I, if a $5,000 program can help women or men or anyone leave a toxic relationship and find Mrs. or Mr. Right, that is priceless. What are $5,000 in a lifetime if you can step away from decades or years of a super abusive or unhealthy relationship that makes you feel miserable and finding the right person for you? 
And what we also need to understand in all of this pricing thing is that when we say, oh, people can't afford it, or I shouldn't be charging more, or blah, blah, I can't find people who can't afford me, et cetera, et cetera, it's kind of insulting. And I had that realization pretty recently. And of course, we don't mean to be insulting, but we're kind of saying people out there are so materialistic and unresourceful that they are not ready to trade money they have to get a better life. Like how shitty of an energy is that for real? So if I say, oh, like I have this amazing program that can help people with depression, but, and it's 3000, but I, they can't afford or They don't want to afford We're ba- What we're basically saying is that I don't believe that someone values their life, their depression-free life more than they value their money. And we're basically projecting all of our shitty money stories on other people. And because we're projecting that energy, that's the only things that we can attract to us. People value, some people will never change. And we don't focus on people who will never change because they're not ready or don't want to. So many people are so ready to let go of a bunch of money sitting in an account that they're not necessarily using or even letting go of one or two or three months of salary to get what they want. I have a friend very recently who came out of a difficult relationship and it's been a pattern where her relationships has not been fulfilling and they have been pretty unhealthy. She just invested like a whole month of salary in a program to attract Mr. Right. And she, her, her monthly salary is not that high. I mean, she doesn't have that much extra left at the end of the month, but she values her future life and future relationships way more than she values money. Okay, moving on. I'll answer your question once I get to the end of this segment, because maybe the question will answer themselves. So being profitable, let's do a bit of math. Let's say you want to make 10K, 10K a month. Classic example, that's something that many, many people want. Let's imagine now that you sell a um, two-hour sessions or package or whatever you're selling. It doesn't matter. Even a hoodie. Uh, Done-for-you services, websites. You create websites. You do SEO. You are a therapist, a coach. doesn't really matter. Two-hour sessions for $250. So if you want to hit that goal of 10K a month, you need 40 clients because 40 times $250 is $10,000. So the first question is, can we reasonably find 40 new clients each month? That's what would be needed to hit our income goal. And second question is, because that's a two-hour session or package or done-for-you service, it means that because we need 40 clients a month, 40 times two hours, so two hours for each client, is 80 hours a month, which is 20 hours a week spent just on serving clients. That is a lot. It's four hours a day just on serving clients. That doesn't include managing and growing the business. It doesn't include creating content for social media. It doesn't include, you know, living your life on your own terms and having freedom. If you have kids, taking care of other people, et cetera, et cetera. And that also doesn't count, take into account all of the admin or like extra support that some of these people might need or like discovery calls, contracts, making them sign forms, making sure the payments are being paid, et cetera, et cetera. Especially when we have a smaller audience in the beginning, getting 40 new clients a month is 
of course, it's not impossible. You know, manifestation makes everything possible, but it's not easy. Let's say you have a great conversion rate of 5%, right? 5% is a very good conversion rate. So let, which means that if you have 100 people in your Facebook group or on your Instagram, 5%, so five people will become your clients. If you need 40 people a month or 40 new clients a month, that means that you, you have to have 800 people new, 800 new people in your Facebook group or on LinkedIn or whatever social media media platform you have in order to hit your income goal. 800 people, new people a month. The only thing that could kind of, um, the only value, like valid argument could be, well, some of the people might come back for new sessions, which is true. So that would kind of reduce the load. Is that realistic, especially in the earlier stages of our business? Is it even realistic where I'm at right now? Not really. Now, let's move to a different approach. Let's say that you sell a three-month program package, whatever, for 3000 for the sake of simplicity, and you want to make 10K months again. And included in that program is you have three one-hour calls, unlimited email support, you know, SOS calls. So average time spent per month per client is four hours. So for those of you listening to the podcast, I highly recommend you actually watch the presentation because everything is written down. It might make it easier. So we basically need 3.3 and we don't have a third of a client. So three new clients a month, between three and four new clients a month to hit our income goal. So let's break this down again. Let's say month number one. So I start in September. I need three new clients. And those three new clients, because my program is 3000 will make me $9,000 for this month. Total numbers work, total amount of hours worked is my three clients times the four hours a month they take me, which is 12 hours a month, which is four hours a week. Now, month number two, so in October, I need three new clients, right? So again, I do I make 9K. I'm also working with three old ones because let's remember they have a three-month program. So if someone starts in September, I'll work with them in September, October, and November. Three old ones, and we are working a total of 24 hours a month, which is eight hours a week. And then in month three, so in November, let's say I need four new clients. I have six old ones, four new ones. And I make 12K. So on average, this is going to be on average 10K a month, which means that I work 10 clients times four hours a month, which is 40 hours a month, which is 10 hours a week. So basically a total of 10 clients over the three months, which means that you make monthly 10,000. The time that you spend with your clients is about 40 hours a month, which is about 10 hours a week. And the most important aspect is that you only need three new clients a month, which is doable even with a small audience. So if we take our 5% conversion rate or just a 3% conversion rate, because it's easier to have an example like that, let's say you have a 3% conversion rate on your audience. It means you only need 100 new people in your audience a month on average, and then you can use manifestation to reduce that number and make everything so much easier and having people recommending you to other people and then you just sit back and chill out, right? But you basically need on average 100 new people on your platform versus 800 in the previous example, and you're only working 10 hours a week versus 20 hours a week. So that math math is a bit of a no-brainer when you think of the outcome. 
Now, by the way, little side note, many women who enrolled in the Abundance Magnet in February, uh, Abundance Magnet that is reopening this weekend, had their highest income months, even though they didn't increase their followers or they did, but they didn't change anything to their strategy. So they just increased uh, their following through attraction and manifestation. They didn't change anything to their business strategy. They didn't work more. They only, quote unquote, only shifted their energy and worked on attracting people to them and letting go of beliefs like people wouldn't buy my program. They increased their rates when it felt good, charged their happy price and energetically and through their positive energy and beliefs, even though they didn't change anything to their tactics, they didn't hire any team members, they didn't significantly increase the size of their audience, they still hit their highest income months. Let me go through the comments real quick. I was wondering, is it normal to feel a bit ill when doing this work? I've also been struggling with a really scratchy throat and headaches since this morning after our first day. I know this can happen when you do other energetic work like access bars. Oh, I didn't know that. Chakra balancing, etc. When your body clears blocks, just wanted to confirm. Absolutely. I call it biological upgrades. When you raise your frequency or when you become aware of like old disrupted energetic energetic impact, old disruptive energetic patterns or limiting beliefs, just bringing awareness to it and setting an intention of, on letting them go means you are vibrating at a higher energy. And when you're vibrating at a higher energy and your cells vibrate at a higher energy, it's like, you know, a dog, when they go in water and they, they shake themselves out, your cells are shaking the old to bring the new. And this can lead to like flu-like symptoms sometimes or just feeling a bit under the weather. And I definitely know that this is why today I was not feeling too well. I need to believe more in the results so I feel free to charge, right? Absolutely, Jessica. When you connect, when you know that your program is bomb.com, when you just emanate that energy of like, oh my God, this program is so brilliant. It is not only so much easier to attract people to it, but to charge accordingly. Someone asks, while creating a group program, shouldn't I even compare pricing of the similar programs? Just aim to what I feel in my guts. Yeah, let's drop comparing ourselves because you know, you could be comparing yourself to someone dishonest who's overcharging and under-delivering. And you could be comparing yourself to someone who has a massive receiving block and is completely undercharging. And the price that they're charging is not representative of the value they are offering. So go with your instincts, do what feels good. And by the way, undercharging because you fool yourself into feeling it feels good, like, oh, I'm going to keep my, my hourly sessions at $97 because that what's, that's what feels good. I'm going to very kindly call you out. This might be the case. It feels good from a place of alignment, which fantastico, keep doing what you're doing. But sometimes we just fool ourselves into saying, oh, this is what feels good. But in reality, we are just afraid of increasing our prices because we are worried that no one will buy. So we fool ourselves and try to convince ourselves that this is what feels good when it's not true. That shit doesn't work, people, okay? I keep thinking that I can't guarantee the result, though, so that makes me dart, doubt charging more. We'll talk about that too. Um, usually... Lower investments attract lower quality clients. Not always, not always, right? I've had amazing clients who paid very little for some programs I've launched in the past. 
But usually the lower we charge, the more we attract people who blame, complain and expect the world who wants five-star hotel service for Airbnb investment. That's one of the things. Another aspect is that usually 99% of the cases, the more someone invests, they have skin in the game. That's a a principle in finance. When you have skin in the game, when you have a bit of pressure to make things work, when you basically have a bit of a fire under your ass (laughs) to get the results you want because you've just made a scary investment, you manifest results so much better because you're fully involved in the process. And last but not least, you're not responsible for your client's results. No one can ever guarantee anything. Someone guaranteeing results is lying. So walk away, run away from those programs as fast as you can. No one can guarantee any results because we have no control over how much someone is going to get involved in the process. So me telling you, oh, buy my program because you'll be rich and it's going to be amazing and results guaranteed. No, I'd never say that. People have to meet you halfway. It is not your responsibility to give someone results. They have to do their part too. However, if we are very clear at managing expectations, that is all that matters. So if you get on a discovery call with someone who wants to buy your $3,000 program, you make it very clear. Listen, this program has a very high success rate because we use the power of the subconscious mind or because we do ABC. People have been very, very happy in the past. However... I cannot ethically guarantee any results because I can't control what people decide to do or don't do with their life. Are you okay with that? And then the person says yes, and then you can sign the contract. I always always made it extremely clear with all of my clients that while the programs have insane success rates, there's, there will always be that person who doesn't even open the program, right? Who lets it collect virtual dust in the corner of their computer or who doesn't follow the steps and gets nowhere. And people know that, you know, this is not babysitting. This is adults taking responsibility for their lives and making adults' decisions. You're not your client's babysitters, people. Okay, most importantly, what do you want? We only have 24 hours in a day, just like Beyonce. How do you want to spend that time? How many hours a day do you want to work? Will you be full of energy or feel like a slave to your business? These things are so important because in the scenario one we mentioned before of working 20 hours a week just on clients, that means that you probably have like an equal amount or almost, or maybe at least another 10 hours on doing admin, social media, content creation, and backend stuff. So you're already working like seven hours a day, not counting all of the rest of the things you want to do and the reason why you created a business in the first place, which is to have freedom. So we have to be very, very mindful of the life that we want. If we say, I want income and freedom, but at the same time, we undercharge and income would mean working 10 hours a day, our subconscious mind is going to repel it because it's inconsistent and we don't want to end up being a slave in our business. So be very intentional on what you want your life to look like. And then, sorry, we build around it. We find a way to create a business and making you an abundance magnet in a way that you can attract what you want without ever compromising your values and your freedom. I went on that road a few times 
the overwhelmed, overworked world. And the only thing it does is it makes you resentful against everything. You become resentful against your clients. You become resentful against social media and having to post. You become resentful against other successful people because they have more time. And it's the worst energy ever because the poor clients have never asked for that shitty resentfulness. They are just there. You should be grateful for them. But when we are being overworked and we feel overwhelmed, uh, we usually end up sabotaging things too. Now, let's talk about winning mindsets to grow and scale your business. You might be thinking, what if people can't afford it? Or who am I to charge that right off the bat? Or people can't afford it. I said it twice because it's so important. Now, let's tune into a few truth bombs. You are helping people change their life for the best. Why shouldn't you charge? You know, the same people who tell you they can't afford a $500 hypnosis session or whatever are the same people who go on a shopping weekend in the town next door or have the latest iPhone. My therapist charging me $2,000 when I had depression supported me and gave me the drive to get out of depression. I was a broke student, never got money from my, from my parents. I was paying for everything, tuition, rent, food, insurance, had a part-time job, was heavily depressed, and was supposed to follow a master's program. I still managed to find the money to work with her, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Investing in my coaches and my business coaches or mentors supported me and allowed me to grow exponentially, right? And people who invest in themselves get bigger, better results because they want it. That is just the law. It's an energetic exchange. And another way that you can think about this is that people don't give you money. They don't invest in you. They are investing in themselves through you. They are happily trading a bit of money against a better life. And it's insulting to say, oh, someone wouldn't want to pay three or five or 10 grand because they value money, money more than they value the solution they're looking for. It's just placing like people who have money or shitty kind of energy upon them, which they don't deserve. Also, you can't help people who don't want to help themselves or who don't prioritize their future over their past. So most people in life don't want to change because change is hard. It's easier to stay in the familiar and in our comfort zone. Some people will never want to change, but we don't focus on those people. People who can't afford you are not your ideal client. It's as simple. And we talk so much about the concept of ideal client and how to attract ideal clients in the abundance magnet. But one of the fundamental pillars is that someone who can't afford you is not your ideal client. It's as if, you know, I told you, oh, I just met this guy and he's amazing and like, He's Mr. Right. He is the perfect, perfect person for me. The only thing is that he's not available for a relationship right now. How is that the perfect person? How is that Mr. Right if he's not available for a relationship right now? And I can say, no, but you know, he has all these qualities and he meditates and he also likes, you know, porridge in the morning. And we went on walks and it was blissful. And we talked about Dr. Joe, but he's not available for a relationship. Then it's not Mr. Right. So if your ideal client is ideal, but they can't afford you, they're not your ideal client. Now, worrying about people not being able to afford us is sending them an energy of, I don't believe that you are resourceful enough to figure this out. 
How mean is that? How disempowering is that? And that is part of the energy that keeps them stuck more than anything else. And this has a very important parallel because it was such a huge part of, of my life and I am still working on that, of feeling overly responsible for people you really love. Maybe it's a parent or a sibling or your spouse or your kid's happiness, right? When we feel overly responsible for someone's happiness and they're like kind of chronically unhappy or they chronically get themselves into uh, not so great situations or financially, and we feel that it's our job to save them or to fix them or to provide for them financially, etc. The energy that we are giving them, and remember, we are all connected at a quantum level, we are all connected so they can feel this. The energy I'm giving someone that I'm constantly lending money to and feeling sorry for is I don't believe that you have what it takes. I don't believe that you are resourceful enough to find a solution. I don't believe that your soul can change its path and live a better life. Thus, I am basically chronically helping you and feeling miserable for you because I feel that you'll be miserable the rest of your life. That is such a mean energy and it doesn't come from a mean place. But, you know, just worrying for my mom because I love my mom so much and my entire family, when I worry about her, I'm basically transferring her energy that I don't believe that she can make it. And that's the meanest thing and the most hurtful thing I could ever do to her. Whereas if I send her love, send her peace, send her guidance and believe that the universe is there to support her and imagine just the best things for her, I am transferring her energy that I fully believe that she has everything it takes within her to create the life that she wants. And that is such a more empowering and transformational energy. Last but not least, between books, podcasts, YouTube, free tutorials, free content, freebies, there is more than enough resources out there to help people who really, 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 really need it and want it. So to go back to my example of before, when I paid my therapist two two grand, it was over, I think, four or five months. So I saw her maybe every 10 days because I I couldn't afford more. I didn't have enough hours in a day and I definitely couldn't manifest back then. I knew nothing about manifestation. So what I did is that I EFT'd the shit out of my limiting beliefs and depressions between one and three hours a day using the founder's website. There were a ton of case studies, a ton of scripts. So I went there and did EFT myself and watched YouTube tutorials and read a lot of books about the brain and figured it the fuck out, right? Because I decided that I wanted to change my life. I didn't sit in a corner and whine that I could only saw I could only see her every 10 days because my life is miserable and I'm poor and I'm broke and I'm depressed. I took responsibility and I used the resources that exist out there to make my life better. So if someone wants it, they will make it happen. Moving on, if my Canva presentation uh, (laughs) will accept it. And now, most importantly, what is your goal? This is also one of these questions, you know, that sometimes makes us scratch our head. If it is truly to help people get a better life, and I know we have so much light workers, empaths, really sensitive people, therapists and coaches, so I know you care about people. You need to charge what your services are worth. And this is the reason why. Two scenario scenarios. Case number one, you undercharge just like me for seven months, work too many hours, get frustrated, don't find enough clients. 
get burnt out and you can serve maybe best case scenario between five to 30 clients a month if everything goes really, really, really well. So if some planets are aligned, you know, in your favor, undercharge, work too many hours because you don't want to, to leave people behind, you feel they can't afford you. Case number two, you charge what your services are worth. You steadily grow your business and your income. And then the more income you have, the more resources you have to serve people, maybe a VA, maybe a lead generation method to grow your audience or your email list. You delegate and automate while you focus on your zone of genius, while you focus on serving more people. You don't do all of the boring admin stuff anymore. And once you're there, once you have more time and resources and more income, that's when you can start your podcast. That's when you can start a very low investment monthly membership. That's when you can have programs, courses, bundles, host free events that serve hundreds, if not thousands of people for free or for almost free. Now you choose what you want to do. This is a choice. And sometimes to grow, we have to make difficult decisions. Either we decide to stay stuck in this vicious circle of undercharging because we feel sorry for people, which never really allows us to have the impact we want, or we temporarily focus on charging higher rates, attracting higher income clients who, by the way, just have the best experience ever with you because you, they have all of your attention, grow your income, grow your freedom, and grow the resources you have so you can then serve hundreds or thousands of people and have a huge impact versus only being able to work with a few people. You choose your strategy. Now continued on the winning mindset. Oh, someone says, sorry, I missed a few questions. Very impactful again. Could you repeat what you said about people who invest in themselves? People who invest in themselves have skin in the game. The, the principle of having skin in the game is in finance, for example. So when you invest your own money, you're going to make sure that your investments are worthy of your money. You're going to take care. You're going to monitor those investments. You're going to do due diligence and invest yourself fully in the process because you want to make your money back, right? That was one of the biggest problems in the subprime crisis in 2008. I wrote my master thesis on that. I thought it was a very fascinating topic. As a side note, a lot of brokers, so mortgage brokers, so people who can sell your house, did not have any skin in the game, meaning that when they sold your house, they took their commission and they were happy, meaning that they sold many houses to families and households who could not afford the damn house. But the broker didn't give a fuck because he was just making commissions and running with the money. If we had a situation where the broker, him having a commission or him being paid depended on the quality of the, the household that took a mortgage or depended on the ability of the people to actually pay back for their mortgage, they would have been more so more careful with what they did and they would have invested themselves in the process of finding better borrowers instead of giving houses to people who couldn't afford them. So basically when you have skin in the game, when you have a bit of a fire under your butt to make things work because it's a hairy, scary investment and you're like, oh my God, am I really doing this? You are so involved in the process because you want to make it work 
that it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're like, I have to make this work. This has to work. This was a lot of money. This is a scary investment. I'm going to fully invest myself and do everything it takes to make my money back. And because you emanate that energy, you make your money back. How many of my clients who invested in the mastermind made their money back within like two months? It was 10 grand, $10,000, just because they were like, oh my God, this is so scary, but I know it's the right thing. And I'm going to do everything it takes to make this money back. The moment they invested, the universe saw that they trusted themselves enough to make a scary decision. And they got instantly or almost within two months rewarded by basically making their investment back. And it happens a lot. It happens a lot that when you take a leap of faith, when you do something that's scary, but deep down you do it because you know that it's going to be okay, the universe rewards you instantaneously. So let's continue. The cat is looking at me at once, kibbles, crunchies. <laughs> let's continue on the winning mindset. We have another eight slides. Our beliefs are our reality. So that's what we covered yesterday, talking about quantum physics a bit. So what we focus on, we get more of on. So we need to agree to ban stuff like people can't afford my programs from your vocabulary. When you do that, basically the neurological pathway that you to fire and that used to fire and wire each time you thought that is going to die away. When you don't use it, you lose it. Tune in to how your next level self uh, feels, thinks, and acts. So that's the principle of quantum physics. Let's say that you are here and you want to go there on the little dimension in the quantum field. The easiest and best way to do that is living as the person who already has everything she ever wants, who already has the life that she wishes. When you act like her, when you think like her, when you feel like her, you're basically quantum leaping to that dimension because it's the law. It's the law of physics. It's the law of energy. But also negative feelings and thoughts happen. Just because they're there doesn't mean that they are true. This is also such an important concept of sometimes we have like a very bad thought. Oh my God, what if my clients don't get results? And we have extreme anxiety just because we're feeling an emotion that feels so real and is actually triggering even in a physical response sometimes. So a chest, you know, becoming heavy or a throat closing up just because we have a thought doesn't mean it's real. So super simple example, when we texted a friend and they didn't, they don't answer for like half a day. And then we start thinking, oh, that's weird. Why aren't they answering? Maybe they're mad at me. And then we get anxious. And then, you know, we have all these funny thoughts and feelings of my god maybe I said something that upset him or her and then they eventually answer they're like oh my god so sorry I had a super busy week how are you let's meet up just because we had a thought doesn't mean it's actually true right and we really need to understand just because we have the thought and it feels true oh people can't afford me or what if I can't manifest what I want it doesn't mean it's true. It's just a thought, which is basically a bunch of words put together that you've repeated and that have triggered an emotional reaction. Now, winning mindset is also deciding and knowing that you will be successful. I know this is easier said than done, and it can take time to develop that muscle. But again, when you use it, 
when you the more you use a belief or a thought or an emotion the stronger it becomes in your mind and in your energetic field so to some extent it's also just a matter of repetition and elevated emotion when you know that you'll be successful even if you have no clue how but you emanate the vibration that you know that success is inevitable the universe can only make it happen it will happen Even if you have no clue why, it will guide you to the right opportunities, the right people, and the right answers. Taking action, even though we have fears and doubts. Just because if we have fears and doubts doesn't mean we have to stay stuck in analysis paralysis. Fears and doubts is just a reflection that we are stepping out of our comfort zone. And that is an amazing sign because stepping out of our comfort zone is how we grow. Shifting our energy fast when we have a funk so we don't stay in a phase that takes us back to square one or zero in this case so this is what i talked about i think on day one about an airplane trying to be airborne one of the biggest pitfalls or setbacks that my clients experience is that they don't really have the tools or resources to get themselves out of a phase. So we all have phases, right? It's completely normal. It's part of being a human being and having a human experience. But when we have a phase and we start doubting everything and we start analyzing everything and we feel like shit, it bas- we lose so much momentum, just like a plane being airborne, taking off, gaining altitude, and then it basically goes back and then it goes up and it never gets to cruising altitude. So having tools and resources that when we do experience a bad day, it's just a bad day. It doesn't turn into a bad week or two bad weeks or a bad month that basically cancels out all of the efforts and action we've been taking before. Healthy boundaries and being able to say no without guilt, especially for all of my empaths and people who care so much. Being able to say no is so powerful. No to people who pump your energy. No to people, you know, have you ever met, have you, do you have friends or people you know around you that when you see them, you actually have less energy after seeing them, that they leave you kind of depleted of your energy? We want to peacefully take some distance with those people who don't really contribute positively to our life. Sometimes we can, sometimes it's family members, but at least set healthy boundaries. It also means saying no to the wrong client. So even if someone is willing to pay you, but you see that they're already being difficult, is having the ability to say no without guilt, but also knowing that when we say no to them, we are saying yes to amazing clients and that the universe will reward us. I kicked out someone of the mastermind before we even started. Uh, The mastermind was full, 12 spots out of 12. And this person, basically, long story short, I was in Costa Rica when it happened, accused me of a bunch of falsehoods. She said like, oh, I'm wondering if you're using like fear-based marketing techniques, lying about, I don't know what. So she basically overanalyzed an email and an Instagram post that was pre-scheduled and then thought I lied about how many people had enrolled when in fact, not at all. And she then apologized because she admitted that she got confused and invented the entire story in her mind. But basically, she was questioning my honesty and asking me to justify stuff that I don't have to justify. And she was being a pain in the ass before we even started the mastermind program. And I was like, do I really want to have that person in a high vibe mastermind for six months? 
knowing that, you know, my mastermind clients have full Voxer access, that they can basically send me a message whenever they want. Do I really want to have to deal with someone who invents stories in her mind and for some reason got triggered, bless her, you know, I think she had past experience that triggered her in the same way. No. So she got a refund and she got kicked out of the mastermind because I'm not going to deal with that bullshit. That is part of having healthy boundaries. And when you say no to things that don't float your boat, the universe sends you more of what you want. And basically letting go, I've read this in the book and it's stuck in my mind of shit stories that we drag like an anchor through the desert. So I can't, or success is for other people, or I can manifest, but I have to work hard. All of these things that are making us feel bad when we think them, it just means that the thought is not aligned with what the higher power knows is possible for us. Now let's finally talk about unleashing your full manifestation powers. And let me have a sip of tea. Okay. So unleashing your full manifestation powers. Understanding that consciousness runs through you 24-7. And the same consciousness that makes the universe where what? And it's sorry, it's the same consciousness. The consciousness running through you is the same consciousness that makes the universe where all things exist and are available to you. So this is one of these things that are so amazing, but sometimes so annoying. And we were laughing so hard about this with a friend of mine who's always who's also a coach. We were like, sometimes wouldn't wouldn't it be amazing if there was just a strategy and you followed the steps and your mood could be shit and you didn't have to pay attention to your vibe and you would just be successful. And yes, it would be great. Sometimes, but what we need to understand is that it's a double-edged sword. So if our energy is funky, if we have a bunch of limiting beliefs, it's going to affect our manifesting abilities or attraction abilities. However, sky is the limit. There is no limit to what you can have. You can be healthy. You can be happy. You can have it all. You can be a digital nomad, nomad surfing in Costa Rica and eating smoothie bowls while filling out a mastermind program working less than ever and having crappy Wi-Fi. All of that is available to you. And the reason it is, and it's a bit of an abstraction for many people, is because the consciousness that runs through you is connected to the consciousness where everything exists. Now, some people say, oh, you know, it's your brain that makes your body function. No, it's consciousness, the miracle of life. The fact that, you know, a bunch of cells grow into a baby and a human being. The fact that you can plant a seed that will then turn into a magnificent, beautiful tree with leaves. Like some of these things are so taken for granted, but it's the miracle of consciousness. And if you can imagine it, you can make it happen. The iPhone didn't exist before Steve Jobs imagined the iPhone, right? The chair you're sitting on didn't exist before the first person thought of a chair and invented a chair. And the list goes on. Now, point number two, don't let your body be your mind. This is when you get true freedom. So maybe this sentence is a bit confusing. I highly recommend you read Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself from Dr. Joe Dispenza. Absolutely love Dr. Joe. He talks about a fascinating concept that makes so much sense. So 
I I knew about quantum physics before I read his book and about how you know everything is energy, blah blah. But I needed a bit of more. Um, I don't want to say factual, but analytical explanations because I'm a very analytical person. And he said something fascinating. Why is change so hard, right? Why is it so hard to think positively when we have a bunch of limiting beliefs? Why can't we willpower ourselves to some of the things we want? And one part of his explanation, not only, but part of his explanation, which I think is brilliant. I'm going to uh, stop the screen share for a second. Is oh, this ring light is too bright? Okay. Is you know you have chemicals in your body, right? So when you go to the gym, you release, how is it called? Endorphin? I think endorphin. Or when there is the emotion of love, or when you see your baby for the first time, your kids, it's oxytocin, but we also have serotonin. We also have the stress chemical, which is, uh, oh, I can't remember. What's the, people help me out here. What's the uh, chemical that's released when we feel stress? I, should, I, I, I know this, but I'm just blanking. My mind is blanking. Cortisol, it's cortisol. Um, so basically our body is a chemical, chemical machine. We have all of these chemicals in our bodies. Now, let's imagine I am a chronically angry person, right? And we have people, I'm sure you know some people who are chronically angry, meaning that each time I get angry and you know work myself up for something, I release maybe adrenaline or another hormone. We can become addicted to a hormone or to a chemical that is released in our body. Just like we can be addicted to the chemical or the molecules of alcohol, of cigarettes, of drugs, of some uh, medication, sugar, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. At an atomic level or molecular, molecular level, let's not get into biology. I did not study biology, but basically um, cortisol or endorphins or oxytocin or the molecule of alcohol is a chemical to which our body can be used to and addicted to. So if someone is chronically angry, each time they get angry, they get their fix. They get a chemical reaction in their body and they basically get their dose of angriness or of adrenaline or whatever is released in their body. Meaning if they want to change and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm going, I want to change my ways. You know, angry me is becomes, belongs to 2020, 2021 is a new year. Let's be Zen. They can be Zen for one, two, three days, but then their body wants its dose of anger because you've been triggering those chemicals for so long that it's just natural. So what is going to happen completely unbeknownst to ourselves? Our body is going to become our mind. Our body will send a signal to our mind to basically trigger a reaction that will give us our fix, meaning that if everything is going well, now we just kind of look at the calling in the office and we're like, yeah, remember that time two weeks ago when she didn't answer my email and then I was late? And then we start picking a fight with her so we can have our dose of anger. And Dr. Joe explains that so eloquently in his book and it makes so much sense why it's hard to change. Just like it's, some, it's hard for people to get off a drug and you know, our chemicals are maybe not as powerful as that. It's hard to get 
unaddicted to an emotion that we've been feeling over and over and over again. So if we've been used to feeling anxiety around our business or doubt or anxious thought, or maybe some sense of peace, but kind of feeling these funky feelings like, yeah, I can have it, but it's going to be hard, but I'm thinking positively, but you know, this kind of gray zone, then it's going to be a natural thing for a body to try to trigger any type of thought, feeling, or reaction that is going to to give its dose of exactly that. So when I say don't let your body be your mind, something I do now is when I'm in a funk and it happens, and I'm like, everything is going to crash. I just got lucky for 18 months. This business is over. I get days like this. I ground myself and I say, my body wants its dose of whatever it wants. It's triggering a bunch of stupid thoughts and beliefs that are not true. So I'm just going to chill the F out. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to watch some dumb stuff on YouTube. I'm going to have a walk. I'm going to, I don't know, get a cupcake and a cup of tea in my favorite place and just not give any power to that thought. And when you don't give any power to a thought, what happens? The neurological pathways where that thought and feeling used to fire and wire basically fades away as you don't use them. Okay, let me screen share again. We are almost at the end. Um, is this it? Bear with me. Mm, yes. So don't let your body be your mind. The name of the book is Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza, brilliant man. Also, nothing has to be perfect ever. Perfection is just a reflection of not feeling good enough in the inside and wanting everything to be perfect on the outside. You can be a work in progress and still manifest what you want. One of my favorite affirmations is that I grow as I go, regardless of how I'm feeling or what I'm healing, my business is always attracting abundance. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy now. Even when I'm not feeling that great, even when I'm doubting, even if I have no clue how I'm going to fill out my mastermind, it still ends up happening because my belief is regardless of how I feel, my mastermind is uh, my mastermind. My business is always making money and attracting opportunities. And of course, manifestation isn't a one-fits-it-all approach, right? But the common denominator is shifting your energy and beliefs because everything is energy. And when you shift your beliefs, you shift opportunities and things that then come into your reality. And shifting beliefs and energy is creating new neural pathways or tuning into the vibration of gratitude, even for tiny things. Thank you for my lungs to breathe and send oxygens and my cells so I can live, you know, things that are super basic because sometimes it's hard to be grateful for clients if we don't have clients yet. Or it's hard to be grateful for a successful launch if we've uh, flopped a launch a few times. So sometimes getting back to basics of, oh, I'm so grateful that my cat is healthy. I'm so grateful that, you know, I can drink water from the tap or that my body, even if sometimes I'm mad against my body because it doesn't look the way I want, is so healthy that I can do whatever I want and go on walks. Taking aligned action, healing, for example, generational trauma or events that happened to us in our life, letting go of feeling overly responsible for other people because we give them so much energy and then we don't really have any energy left to create our future. Subconscious and energetic work, 
that rapidly lets go, go oops, of old blueprints. We're healing unhealthy family patterns, unhealthy family dynamics, keeping us stuck in an unhelpful, vicious circle. Feeling good enough unconditionally. Just because you are, just because consciousness is running through you, you are good enough. The end. You don't need to prove anything, be anything. You are good enough. Journaling on how your next level self would think, act, and behave and do more of that daily. So if I have a thought, oh my God, what if I can't launch or what if it doesn't work? Would my next level self ever feel or think that? No, she wouldn't. So I'm going to make the conscious effort to ignore that thought and replace it with a healthier one. And of course, so, so, so much more. Now, oh, we are at the end actually. This is your abundance magnet exercise for today. And you can journal on that. Don't worry, you'll get everything by email. So you don't have to take notes right now. You can if you want, but you'll get everything by email. So you can do that when you have time, when you have um, your journal or your piece of paper in front of you. Aspect number one, bye-bye sabotage. Try to think if any part of you would be opposed to or maybe scared of receiving what you want. So what if I receive lots of money on clients and then I don't have time for my children or for my spouse or if my spouse get jealous that I'm making more or maybe my mean sister would you know be become jealous and nasty or what if I receive clients but then I feel overly responsible for them when that's the case we're basically telling the universe we don't want clients because we don't want the weight of responsibility how can you reframe that and associate a more positive outcome to what you want Kind of try to negotiate with your mind. Yeah, okay, sure. Sometimes I feel the weight of responsibility, but I'm also going to work with amazing clients whose life is going to be transformed. Two, becoming clear on what you want. How many hours a week do you want to work? How much do you want to make each month? Being very clear on what you want is also one of the fundamental principles of manifestation. We have to be very clear of what we want and why we want it. Wanting more money is a bit of an abstraction. Wanting more money so we can, you know, buy our dream flat or pay for that mortgage or feel uh, abundant and not having to ever say no to something we really wanted or maybe we want to upgrade our car or maybe we want to blah, 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 blah. Make a list of exactly what you want and why you want it for. And most importantly, what limiting beliefs are you willing to let go at least, you know, two or three first steps to get there. Those are your journaling prompts for today. Let me check the chat and then I'll talk about the Abundance Magnet program for a bit and Friday's healing session. And then we will wrap up. I'm so sad not to be hanging out with you. Thank you so much for being here. Someone asks, Natasha asks, so when we are sure we will be successful and attract our dream clients, it doesn't really matter which social media platform we use because we will attract our dream clients anyway and everywhere absolutely absolutely you could have not summarized it better i know people who hate facebook who do everything on instagram i know people who grow on tiktok i know people who grow on clubhouse anyone who says you need to follow strategy xyz in order to be successful there is no other way are lying i know people who have and then not so great, like they have Instagram, but the, their posts are just, you know, not so great. The content is not really great. The copy is not really great. 
but they still get clients because they just believe that clients always find them. And then they do. I know people who, uh, I have one of my amazing mastermind uh, clients, students, who gets everything through referral because her energy is so aligned with referrals that she's fully booked and has a wait list based on referrals, right? So, oh, the cat is hungry now. Whatever you feel good with, as long as you know you'll be successful and that you can attract things to your life, the universe will always find a way to make it happen. And us coming into the way and trying to figure out how it's going to happen is insulting towards the universe. I've t- I've had that realization that me thinking of how it could happen with my limited senses in this 3D reality is an insult to the universe where possibilities are infinite. Now, let's talk about the Abundance Magnet program. I'm so excited about this Abundance Magnet program relaunching. Last time it launched in February, the results were insane. It was only a six-week program back then, and it got upgraded to a 15-week program um, because I was like, if they can already get all of these insane things in six weeks, just imagine what people could get in 15. So group coaching program that combines coaching, Q&As, more tactical questions, for example, on how to be to attract followers to you, not, necess- not necessarily strategically, but how to show up to attract followers to you. Or do I know that my offer is aligned and is compelling, etc. As well as healing and deep inner work to turn you into an abundance magnet. 15 transformational modules that will basically cover and every problem in their own. So I basically observed for one year, all of the people I've worked with, what are the common things that always come up? What are the some of the problems or blocks or limiting beliefs or energetic disruptions? What are some of the unhealthy family patterns or generational trauma that I keep seeing again and again that interfere with their manifestation and attracting attraction process? All of that is dealt with in this program. And from NLP to quantum physics, to EFT, to inner child healing, to workbooks, to energetic cord cutting, you name it, whatever floats your boat, you will find it in the program. Because again, there is no one fits it all. And basically the key to smashing the glass ceiling. So maybe you want your first clients and maybe you want your next six figure month. And that is the beauty of the program is that it helped people attract their first clients, but it also attracted someone I know. She wasn't part of the program, but I worked with her using the same principles. She uh, unblocked like 125,000 that were in limbo for, I don't know, it was like a very technical reason. And through doing some receiving work, she just opened herself to receiving the 125,000 and she got them. Another client was able to sell a house that she hadn't been able to sell in two years, like at an amazing price and got got a multiple five-figure tax refund, which literally never happens. It's also about removing receiving and money blocks and limiting beliefs in general at the subconscious level, almost like installing a new blueprint and new sets of beliefs directly at the subconscious level, which instantaneously makes you quantum leap to a new dimension overcoming our good old friend imposter syndrome and who am I to and I'm a fraud and blah 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 that you were not born with unless it's inherited but that other people gave you because the universe didn't give you that shit let me tell you that letting go of perfectionism procrastination and sabotage so we can wake up in the morning feeling at peace 
knowing that what we're doing is moving the needle forward, not running behind a shiny object with that really disturbing and uncomfortable feeling that we are always missing something like, oh, just missing one piece of the puzzle to finally be successful, right? I had that feeling for so long. Coming across as an expert that people trust and invest in, regardless of how long you've been in the game, regardless of your experience, regardless of how many certifications you had. I was only trained in RTT and EFT before I started my one-on-one programs. And the first program I sold was 3,600. And I sold quite a few of them within 12 weeks because I knew that the program was amazing and I had full confidence that it was life-changing. Turning into ease and flow, which I've been intentionally working on beginning of this year. So things work out for you regardless of your circumstances, right? So I had this thing where my Facebook group engagement went to shit for some reason, for some obscure reason. I think it started in February or March or maybe even prior to that, where I would post stuff and it would get between zero and five likes in a 2,500 member group. It would drive me nuts. And then I realized I was just placing a limiting belief that people need to see my posts in order to enroll in the mastermind. And when I was able to let that go, I was like, the universe could not care less about how many likes my post got in my Facebook group. This is ridiculous. People always find me. And then they did. And I fill out the mastermind program. And so can you. And basically becoming an energetic match to your vision board. Now, this is perfect for you if you want to wake up in the morning knowing that the universe is actively working with you, not against you. It's just the energy around the program. And this is a very real thing. The program has a very specific energy. And with each client that bought the program, with each student that went through the modules and got results, the energy around the program keeps growing in the best positive way. So just the program itself basically gets the job done. This is quantum physics too. And it will accommodate whatever you need the most support with. Feeling supported as you create your life, the life you want, and that it's not all on you. I struggled for that for so long, feeling responsible for my clients, for my family's financial well-being, because my family struggled with money. And I thought it was all on my shoulders that I had, I could make money. I was great at making money, but I had to work for it through my business. And I couldn't have ease or manifest extra abundance without me working. Once I shifted that, everything became so much more easier. And super importantly, as we talked before, having the ability to shift your mood and energy rapidly so a setback doesn't snowball into worry and fear that can last for days or weeks and basically break all of your momentum. So going to um, rapidly, can I do this? Can you see this? Hmm. I think so. Um, show you some of the modules. No, this is not working. Wait. Just to show that whatever you want is in there in this amazing abundance magnet program I worked my ass off <laughs> creating and that I'm so proud of. 15 modules, starting with, of course, starting with the beginning of identifying what exactly is holding you back. Because once you know what you need to work on, it's so much easier to shift it rapidly, right? 
and knowing that success doesn't have to be hard, that you don't have to work hard, that you don't have to sacrifice things that matter to you in order to have success. Reclaiming your manifestation powers and letting go of feeling responsible for other ones, uh, everyone's happiness and results because that can weigh on us so much. And by the way, if you've ever wondered why sometimes your body seems to put on weight and whatever you do, it just won't come off, just think. Newsflash, dropping a few bombs here. Just think, am I in a situation where I'm carrying the weight of responsibility, where I'm feeling the weight on my shoulders of having to care for others? When I'm in those situations, I always put on weight. And regardless of what I do, what I eat and how much I exercise, it, it won't come off. So I've just given up on it. And as soon as I remove myself from the situation, the weight goes off too. Unleashing your full receiving potential, because if you care about people, and I'm sure you do because you're here, if you are an energy healer, if you've been used to caring for other people, then you are in an energy of giving, 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 but not fully receiving, right? And we want to shift that so you can attract from the universe. Coming across as an expert, of course, because it's so much easier to sell a program when people see you as an expert and they trust you to help them get more of what they want. Smashing visibility fears and attracting clients on social media. There are very specific ways that we can show up that doesn't require cold messaging people. God forbids, I will never tell you to freaking cold message anyone. I hate that. I have never cold messaged anyone. I have not even warm messaged anyone who hasn't solicited my help or attention because I just can't stand that. Eliminating success blocks and sabotage. The ultimate goal-reaching formula. The, heart, the art of high-ticket sales, so how to convert audience members into high-ticket clients, and full activation of your abundance magnet. And it's insane. It's insane. And this is why I love my this program so much. Uh, all of these people, Sophie, an amazing person, Alicia, Naima, and a few above here, where are they? Lindsay got their highest income months changing nothing to their strategies. You can go through the testimonials later if you want to and not working more just through shifting their energy. And Lindsay, it's so uh, interesting because she said, oh, I don't have any mindset issues. Like she didn't have any apparent mindset issues that she was really aware of because she also does mindset work uh, and just shifting her energy and dealing with stuff that was hiding in her subconscious mind was enough to get her results. So if you have any questions, you can uh, send me a message, join the waitlist here, the program, the doors to the program open this weekend. They will be perks uh, for people who join, uh, who join the waitlist. Of course, payment plans, pay in full. The investment for the program is 2,222 because angel number, and we'll also have some flexible payment plans that can accommodate you if that is what you need. And last but not least, um, what was I going to say? I think I missed one slide, actually. Um, where is it? Hmm, never mind. Uh, for the healing session. So if you want to join one of these amazing people, or 48, maybe more, if I missed any emails, uh, people on the healing session on Friday, you can go to the link in the description of this live or go to inespadar.ch slash workshop. How do you call? Hyphen? Like the bar? 
VIP. And you can upgrade, you'll get lifetime access to a full um, EFT sessions to shift your energy and connect with the universe, lifetime access to the hypnosis, uh, hypnosis recording to rewire your mind powerfully, create some new neurological pathways, and of course, access to the live session, the live healing session with your 48 co-creators. And even if you can't attend live, you'll get uh, a replay available for like one week where you can catch uh, the healing session. So that is it. Uh, just going to make sure I don't miss any questions. I don't want with one and a half hours today. So I was a bit more reasonable. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much um, for hanging out with me for these three amazing days. This matters so much um, to me because what we do through the program is the heavy lifting. Sometimes we feel that growing a business, scaling a business, the hard things are finding clients or the technical aspects or always feeling we are fighting against competition because that's how society basically told us that life is about or worrying about how we're going to grow our funnel or fancy website and all of these things when in fact the heavy lifting is done when we heal, when we heal from unhealthy family patterns, when we have healthy boundaries, when we can finally let go of the responsibility of having to provide results or the responsibility of having to make other people happy with that brother or sister who always ends up in a financial mess and then you have to use your hard, or hard earned money to bail them out. All of that healing of feeling like a fraud, feeling like we're not good enough, that we literally all experience, that is the heavy lifting. And that's what so many people don't understand. That's the heavy lifting of having a successful business. Once you master that, once you have these resources that you can use again and again as life happens and business happens, the rest falls into place so, so, so much easier because you're using 95% of your subconscious mind instead of only 5% of limited consciousness. And it is life-changing. I can't even believe what I manifested in my business and in my life in only 18 months. Finally fulfilling my dream of being a digital nomad, going surfing in Costa Rica, meeting the most amazing people, being able to help my parents with their mortgage because they were struggling with that without having to sacrifice anything for me. And just a peace of mind that when I wanted to book extra surf lessons, I could, I didn't have to check my bank accounts to see if I would have to sacrifice, you know, and eat pasta for four weeks uh, if I took the surf lessons. Just manifesting business class plane tickets for like 200 bucks or setting an intention and the thing coming to me within two weeks. I was setting an intention of finding a social media manager and I just couldn't be bothered to like go through sites and find one. So I was like, it would be so great if I could get a cold message of a social media manager who's looking for work. And yesterday I got a text from a social media manager who looks amazing. So we're going to have a chat once I'm done with all of this. And this is what freedom is about, that wherever you are, whatever your circumstances are, you can use your consciousness and the powers you already have within you and connect with the universe where all things exist, where there is an infinite amount of dimensions where your dream life exists and you can bring it to you without the anxiety, without the wondering and without running behind a shiny object. 
So I'm going to stop now because I could talk about this for absolutely ever. I'm so, so excited about getting starting with those of you who decide to continue, who decide to embark on this 15-week journey. There is a lot that can happen in 15 weeks, believe me. I think it took me 15 weeks to do like nine hypnosis sessions and bring my business from zero to hero. So believe me, so many things can happen. And thank you so much for tuning in. I absolutely love your energy. You are um, beautiful souls and great things are going to happen to you. So I will see many of you on Friday and just tune into your emails. I will also send you the links to the replays as well as the daily abundance task. You'll get all of that. And don't forget to join the waitlist if you want to get in for a bit less than other people not on the waitlist. So thank you so much and have a lovely day or evening. Bye-bye.